Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike to take along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Bear, and on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, uh, senior writer at Go247.com, Glenn West. Glenn, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Glenn got a lot of different things about LSU football. The fight, you know, come, man, come on. I see better fights, you know, sometimes traveling alongside the streets uh, than uh, on a practice field. But a big thing for me is, and I got to talk to him a couple weeks back, uh, was Mason Smith and his recovery. And he was like, hey, Mr. Mike, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, he says, you know, and I told him, you won't be really back until you get that first good hit on the knee. And then you find, then you'll be okay after that. But uh, man, Mason is such a difference maker. And we only got to see him in just a handful of plays last year. That really is going to strengthen LSU's defensive line uh, with him in there and also the development of Savion Jones, who was also at the same event. I got to talk to Savion, too. So the Bayou guys kind of edging things out and and their impact on this team in 2023. Yeah, it's going to be immense. I mean, I I think when you have a guy like – uh, like Harold Perkins, who had such a phenomenal season last year and is going to be number one on the defense, uh, you know, on the offensive depth chart in terms of their scouting reports. Um, you know, he's going to be able to free up a guy like Mason Smith so much this year. Uh, and if you get Mason Smith in one-on-one uh, through the first, at least through the first three or four days of practice uh, that we've seen here at fall camp, he's going to he's going to make make you pay. And he's been uh, getting into the backfield at will. Uh, especially in 11-on-11 drills. Um, they're not in full pads yet, so you can't really – you kind of take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. But uh, Mason Smith hasn't really looked like he's lost a step at all since uh, since getting back out here in full strength. Um, and he's been fantastic. Savion Jones, we had a chance to talk to him yesterday. He really seems like he's uh, on the road to having a, a breakout season on that defensive end spot. So, uh, yeah, two guys that are going to be huge for LSU's front seven this season. And – uh, they're showing like they're going to be true uh, All-American candidates uh, you know, here early in the uh, fall camp. Now, uh, Glenn, obviously you never want to be the weak link, and it brings back uh, memories you don't want to think about against Florida State, but uh, how important that they find that return guy they can trust where they can at least feel the punt and they're not uh, fumbling it. Uh, you can't because that, that could be the difference whether you win or lose or – you look at special teams as a whole, but where is Aaron Anderson? I'm looking at, you know, he went to Alabama, then he's uh, coming home uh, to Louisiana after a season which he appeared in what, one game because of injuries and the car. We all know that dynamic player. Uh, so where where is he at? Do you think he'll be that returner to maybe flip the field as far as field position and where he at as far as in the return game? 
I, I do. I mean, if you think about some of the really good LSU teams of the last 10 to 15 years, um, you know, Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, Odell Beckham, all those guys returned punts and were able to make game-changing plays throughout the course of the season. Um, and I, I think Aaron Anderson is going to be in that mold. I mean, he's been uh, getting a lot of the reps as punt returner. Uh, they have a couple other guys back there as well with him. Um, but I think it's his job to lose. Uh, we asked actually Brian Kelly about this today. Uh, and he talked about just the, the potential, uh, you know, game changing plays. Like you mentioned, Bobby, he can really flip the field on you. And he kind of saw it throughout his high school career. Just when you get the ball or when he gets the ball in open field, uh, it's really game over. And so, uh, if he's, if he's able to make a few of those plays throughout the course of 2023, uh, I think LSU is going to trot him out there as many times as they can, um, and 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 see if he can't, uh, you know, tur- you know, change the course of a couple of these games. He's really uh, an explosive athlete. I mean, even on offense, they're going to use him in a variety of ways. Uh, could see him coming out of the backfield some uh, this fall. Uh, certainly as a slot receiver, a kind of gadget in the middle of the field that you know you get the ball to at a quick route and you can just see him making space uh, with, with his legs. I think he's going to be a really uh, useful offensive weapon and certainly he's going to contribute on special teams as well. Now, uh, Glenn, to me, this is a bold statement. And uh, I guess you, any position you want to have depth and maybe you don't have uh, too many, but uh, but I was reading where LSU has like 10 running backs. Well, I'm like 10 running backs, but somebody's going to transfer eventually. But I'm looking at that. You know, last season LSU worked with four running backs. You look at John Emery Jr., you look at Goodwin, uh, you look at Josh Williams led the running backs with, you know, basically nothing to write home about, like 532 yards on 97 attempts. Uh, but you look at like Williams, Henry, Noah Kane, uh, Goodwin. You go on and on. Uh, you go Caleb Jackson. You look at the transfer, uh, Logan Diggs. And then all, what, I, what I want you to comment on, and this caught my sure. attention, that Coach Kelly says, uh, look, uh, where we added the running back position is as complete and as deep as any running back room that I've ever coached. He's done a lot of coaching now. <laughs> For him to make that statement, um, I, I'd be shocked if running back, uh, the running back room was a problem. Yeah, so they have eight scholarship running backs right now, and all of them were former, you know, four-star, five-star type guys. Josh Williams was a walk-on, but uh, had a lot of experience last year. Um, they're they're going to be loaded at running back this year because they 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 realized, you know, towards the end of 2022, uh, they got they 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 caught caught the injury bug in that room a little bit, and they were a little bit depleted uh, d- down the stretch of that 2022 season uh, at that position. That's not going to be the case this year. I mean, they you mentioned they brought in Logan Diggs, guy that LSU or that Brian Kelly is very familiar with. He recruited him to Notre Dame. Um, and kind of knows what he's about. Was was really excited about bringing him uh, down here back home. Um, you know, you, you obviously mentioned John Emery is back and now looks to have things squared away academically. It looks like he's going to be a contributor. Um, uh, I've been really impressed by the size that Caleb Jackson has. He's the freshman from Liberty up here in Baton Rouge. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, he's a really powerful, explosive runner who I think LSU is going to try to find a role for at some point this season. Um, they, they've got about, I, I honestly think they could roll out six or seven different guys throughout the course of the season uh, in, in some kind of capacity. Um, I do think you're probably leaning at least right now uh, at the beginning of the year in that Florida State game in a, with a Logan Diggs, Josh Williams, Noah Kane kind of uh, lean. 
Um, but, you know, look, they're, they're going to roll out a bunch of guys, I think, throughout the course of the season. And, um, you, know, I, I, you know, I it was my question to Brian Kelly today was, you know, wh- how do they see this rotation pegging out? And, you know, based on his experience, Brian Kelly says it's usually the veterans that kind of rise to the top here at the end of fall camp. And we'll see if those guys are able to really punch their ticket into a, a solid so- spot in the rotation. Glenn, I'll be interested in John Emery, too, because, boy, that's yep. an explosive guy. Caleb is a big thunderbird. He can take yeah. that power and turn it into speed. But Emery, um, now sometimes you'll lay the ball on the ground. That got him in trouble with Coach O's staff and I think got him in trouble with Kelly's staff too. But, man, he's got another gear out in space. We saw it in the Auburn game, Alabama game, his explosiveness. I'm interested to see how it all shells out with him. And he's been away from the game a, a little while, so I think you'll get accustomed to it. Your thoughts on the tight end position, because Mason Taylor, I think, is a, is a star tight end, but you don't have a lot of depth behind him. Well, those guys don't have a lot of experience. What you've seen so far in the fall camp from the freshman tight ends? Yeah, especially yeah. Pimpton. I mean, yeah. uh, like, no. what about him? Pimpton's been one of the superstars of camp so far. He's made some really tremendous catches. He's about six foot six, two fifty, uh, an, an insane catch radius. I mean, he you, you throw the ball up to him, it doesn't feel like anything is too high for him to go up and get. Uh, I could see him being a really useful tool in the red zone and in the goal line situations for LSU. Um, he, he's been he's looked every bit the part uh, of a guy who really had a meteoric rise up the the recruiting rankings during his senior year. Um, I, I think they've done a really nice job of re- replenishing the depth uh, in that room. I mean, Mike Denbrock and Brian Kelly, they both have uh, great histories of recruiting that position and punching those guys into the NFL. Um, and certainly you saw that last year with Mason Taylor breaking out as a true freshman. He's added about 10 to 15 pounds of muscle uh, in the offseason. He looks a little bigger and a little bit uh, you know, more uh, just ready to kind of handle that that load as a tight end one. Um, and then, you know, they got a, a blocker in Mac Markway, who is a true freshman, I think is going to be, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of more of a, a project. Uh, certainly uh, Jackson McGohan, the other freshman they brought in, I, I think you might be able to use them in some roles, some spots, but uh, really Taylor and Pimpton are going to be the two that I'm going to be looking at mostly at that position. And uh, they also brought in Connor Gilbreth, who's a Juco guy, you, guy you can kind of stick at the edge of the offensive line as an extra blocker for the run game. So I think they're very well set at tight end, and, and that's going to be a spot that I think is featured a little bit more this year. Now, uh, Glenn, it's going to play itself out. Uh, obviously, who you trust uh, – in the secondary, and particularly at the cornerback experience. I just think you would go with players who have actually played in games, and I'm talking about at the college level. Uh, if you look at LSU, they only brought back only one scholarship corner, uh, what in Welch. Uh, but uh, what you say right now, okay, you, you got to play this weekend, like the Saints are playing this weekend. I know we, we have a, a time before the Florida State game, but do you think they would go with uh, Southeastern – uh, where he came from, uh, Zaya Alexander and Deuce Chestnut. Okay, we got to yeah. play a game now. Uh, that, that's who we're going to throw out there. Yeah, if they're playing a game tomorrow, I would imagine that's the rotation that they're putting out there uh, is Zaya Alexander and, and Deuce Chestnut, both guys who have started multiple years in college, albeit not at this level. Uh, so you don't have the experience of playing in the SEC with those guys, but. Um, that, that's been the pretty consistent rotation the first three or four days of camp. They've actually been throwing with Terrence Welch out there a lot for first-team reps as well. 
Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw the Welch kind of rotate in that hypothetical scenario as well. Um, but those those two, I mean, Alexander is a really long guy. He's about six foot three, um, but has great length and, and can really, uh, you know, really move and, and cover well. He's done a nice job so far. I would probably consider him uh, to be cor- uh, you know cornerback number one right now in the depth chart. And then they're rotating a bunch of guys in there. I mean, Denver Harris is getting some looks um, before he got injured. J.K. Johnson was getting some looks. Uh, Laterrence Welch, of course, Ashton Stance was actually a freshman that Brian Kelly singled out today during his press conference is really, uh, you know, kind of excelling in the weight program this offseason. And he could maybe even have a, a role in this cornerback room. I mean, that's the one position right now on this roster that feels far from solidified. Uh, and we'll certainly learn a little bit more about it over the next several weeks. Yeah, Glenn, that's what I was going to ask you about uh, Denver Harris. You know, you can say how many stars, three star, four star, five star. And I was reading where, like, based on pure talent, he might be the best cornerback on LSU's roster, a five-star recruit, a number 23 overall player in the country in 2022. Uh, that's according to the, the 24-7 sports, uh, that composite. Now, he played in five games as a freshman at A&M. Has he underachieved, or he's just maybe just got to be patient with him? Well, what's your take on Denver yeah. Harris? He's got to be a little bit more focused as a player. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you hit it right there, Mike. I mean, I think it's just it's it's going to be between the ears with him, getting him right mentally. Um, you know, he's he had some off-field problems last year at A and M. A big part of LSU even taking Denver Harris in was studying and investigating that a little bit further, and they felt comfortable enough to bring him into the program. Um, and I haven't heard of any problems that he's had since being here. I, I really haven't. Um, you know, he was part of the scuffle yesterday that was that, that took place, and you know, there was that was certainly addressed right after practice. But um, you know, I, I I I think that he could be a part of this rotation. I, I he's been mostly running with second and third team, uh, you know, to start the, the the fall camp here. But they've been so open with their rotations, it wouldn't be a bit surprising to me later this week to see them trot him out as a potential first team guy. I mean, they, they they're so undecided there right now. Um, that I think it's just going to be about which guy steps up in the fall. Uh, and this is something that could even carry into the season. I, I don't know that you're going to have a solidified rotation once you start uh, against Florida State on September 4th. It's it's really that wide open right now. Now, uh, Glenn, before we let you run, uh, about in the trenches at center, it all starts at the center position. Charles Turner started at center 12 games last year. Uh, look at the competition with Marlon Martinez. I mean, I don't know. Is he 6'5", 350? What? You mm-hmm. look uh, uh Dellinger, Bo Bordelon, DJ Chester. Right quick, where are they at? Do the, you think it's Charles Turner's job to lose or what? I, I think it's Charles Turner's job yeah. to lose right now. One of the surprises of camp has been Bo Bordelon on the interior. They've used him at guard. They've used him at center sometimes. Um, Marlon Martinez is another guy they could throw out there at center, but – I happen to believe it's going to be Charles Turner's job to lose. Man, I just wish he was a bigger dude because he can do everything else. He's just not built like a big center is. I know they list him at a certain weight, but uh, I'd want to weigh myself on that scale. Thanks so they much, all Glenn. Big to me. Yeah. They all look pretty big to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you, Glenn. All Appreciate right, Glenn. it much from Go247.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 